0: I think there might be well, I know there's plenty wrong with me, mm-hmm. but I think one of the things that's wrong with me, like when I wear earbuds, it really feels strangely as if there's like a little band inside of my skull. Like it doesn't sound like I'm there; it sounds like it's inside of me. In and and sometimes it's really disconcerting, depending how realistic. Uh, and if I pay attention to it, of course, it's much much worse. And. That's an excellent segue into our topic, which is that a lot of people are finding themselves, well, feel as if they're finding themselves quarantined with ghosts.
1: Yeah. And I got to admit that, like, this article was hyped above what it delivered. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Like, I wanted... I wanted more ghosts. Right? Like, I love spooky shit.
0: Like, I think I've complained before about how when we were looking for houses in this area, I wanted to move into a definitely haunted Victorian house in Arlington, which would have tripled my husband's commute and cost 100 bucks more than the house that we're in now. But by God, it was definitely haunted. Um, And, of course, we didn't do that. We ended up in the house we're in now, which is like a five-minute commute. Well, back when commuting was a thing, of course, now. Now a commute (laughs) is, you know, rolling out of bed and into, you know, whichever room. room. Yeah, (laughs) um, this house this house has no ghosts in it. It's it's pretty. I mean, it was built in the '60s, so and I think it's had like two or at most three owners, so it hasn't had a lot of chance to build up ghosts yeah I mean, of course it's it's almost certainly they're, they're almost certainly like a Native American burial ground like nearby because
1: Virginia, you know
0: <laughs> the whole place was pretty much occupied by Native Americans, and then they were slaughtered in one way or another by white people
1: and and we called it immediately <laughs> uh, Roanoke and Jamesburg like Jamestown Jamesburg, Jamesburg is where is... my grandparents lived Yeah that's the one uh right. But but yeah that that started immediately like before they were colonies slaughter beds I don't know what you well, call Well no it. well they were just shooing them away with, well with, that's by true. having guns and diseases Right. M- mostly the the diseases cuz they kind of the needed their were... bullets
0: Yeah and the diseases were highly effective um On the plus side, there's some evidence to suggest that um, syphilis came from the new world and was brought back to the old world. So, you know, there's that much justice.
1: Yeah. It's not very much, though. Um, No, especially since that's one of the uh, uh, theories on Hitler. Not that I think it needs, like, he needs justification. You know, that's just, you know, sort of people's obsession with, like, like well he obviously had to be controlled by aliens or demons because people yeah. aren't capable of that kind of evil
0: it's weird cuz if you meet people you know that they super are yeah. like you can tell even just by like people playing video games and shit i don't know um but so so yeah so people are uh noticing strange phenomena in in their houses and uh some of them um claim to have actually like seen apparitions but mostly it's like objects are moving it sounds like somebody's walking around when nobody's walking around lights being left on that sort of thing yeah a little dull really yeah i wanted more ghosts i wanted like i, w- I basically wanted it to be a horror movie and the new york times did not deliver
1: like i wanted enough information for like me to be having um a legitimate investigative rabbit hole to fall mm. down because um it it just sort of listed a bunch of common things that are also like the commonly really easy to debunk things. Uh, You know, so if you see an apparition out of the corner of your eye, that's just because the corner of your eye isn't uh, for detecting shapes. It's (laughs) for detecting movement. And uh, it's your brain's trying to fill in some information that ain't there. And your brain's kind of dumb. And it's also the part that's uh, used for, uh, you know, like different times of day. So, you know, eyes are uh, fun pieces of equipment worth learning about. Um, But anyway, so anything out of the corner of your eyes is garbage information because it it's <laughs> meant to overreact so that you, you know, aren't prey to a giant lizard.
0: <laughs> yeah, isn't it interesting that we think, oh, shit, a ghost and not, oh, shit, a tiger?
1: Yeah, like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> like i don't know that's it's it's kind of weird that our brains decided that like the menace wouldn't be something that you see like ever but something that is like supernatural i don't know it's
1: kind of weird it's like ooh, a demon well so uh cat people notice phantom cats all the time once you mm, have a cat true. and if you <laughs> don't have a cat like you don't notice phantom cats uh just sort of like the uh when I started wearing my Apple Watch, uh, I started getting—I stopped getting phantom vibrations in my phone pocket mm. because uh, I'm sure you know random tingles are or aren't happening. But I'm no longer wired to expect that. So mm. because you don't expect a tiger in your bedroom, I guess ghost is more plausible just because of like a cultural thing. And I suppose. And there, you know, there's the whole watching the evolution of the sleep paralysis demon throughout time you know uh it's uh all the iterations of the old hag as a uh, society is more or more into puritanical until we get to the modern gray aliens
0: yeah i i've never uh had a sleep paralysis incident and i kind of hope to keep that way not that there's anything and i can do another one to of to these that. also
1: sounded like sleep paralysis which was uh uh that guy thought he felt the familiar sensation of his uh, partner like spreading the apparently not large enough blanket out like you know perfectly so that they could both use it and then you know getting in bed but nothing had occurred but that's very typical sleep paralysis sensation is uh I get like cat walking on my back sensation when I've had it and it's like you know when I'm sleeping on my back so that's not even possible right i was gonna ask like (laughs) does it depend on your sleeping position apparently not or i'm like not home um but you know it's just like your brain is just sort of randomly firing memories because Mm -hmm. half of it is in dream and half of it is awake so that's you know another boring explanation for that i mean i will say though that like i've had the terrifying and non-terrifying sleep paralysis and i've never considered it a real memory. So there might still be something to aliens, maybe? I don't know. My,
0: um, the closest thing I ever have is when I'm very convinced that I see a very large spider on the ceiling and then it lowers itself toward my face.
1: Yeah, my wife has that. It's, a, that. it's apparently, a th- <laughs> it's like, it's known to be a thing, but like, you can't <laughs> research it further because that's as far as it gets.
0: Also, like, you're asleep at the time and you yeah. it's, you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I—I I mean, I've definitely um, sat up in bed and started babbling nonsense, like very urgently, but like complete nonsense. Like there's grave danger, but I can't explain it because it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, you know, sleep is our, our brains are so weird; they're
1: they're fucking with
0: us all the time.
1: Yeah, they're they're not good at stuff.
0: And if you add like a fuckload of stress, which you know, global pandemic.
1: Yeah. So there's there's two factors at play which are making people have quarantine brain, which is a real thing. So stress is one because uh, your brain <laughs> has to waste background cycles on the fact that it's in level one of the hierarchy of needs,
0: <laughs>
1: which is, you know, the ground floor. So like basic safety, because, you know, it no matter to what degree you try to ignore the news, there's still the um i was your age gender and relative level of fitness and race and almost died in the hospital or my uh sibling who matches almost all of your characteristics um suddenly worsened after a uh barely noticeable cough and is now dead right yeah so that's you know and it
0: sneaks in you can try to yeah. avoid it
1: but it will it's it's trying harder yeah. to oh yeah no okay. it it's just it's in there <laughs> And the other thing is so that thing where it's been, like everyone feels like time goes by faster when they're older um it is and isn't a thing it's not a fact of uh biology so much as it is of uh uniqueness because when you're a child like literally everything you do is the first time you've done it right and as you go through life you start running out of new things to do
0: (laughs) especially once you've had your job for over a year which i have now Mm. (laughs) and it's not that so and and it's funny like that's how when you're like in a day it feels like it's taking an absolute eternity for it to become five (laughs) o'clock so you can finally stop doing the thing that you're doing um but then you don't It seems later like time has passed because you didn't like store discrete memories of like each individual doing of the same fucking thing (laughs) over and over again. So it's like, oh, there's only one of those, but actually there are like 40.
1: Yeah, that's one thing. And when you are in like, so so the more things get redundant, your brain, uh, the reason everything feels like it goes by faster when you try to remember it is because your definitions of what's short-term memory, what's long-term memory, and what's working memory start to change. No one will understand this if I explain this in terms of like how video formats save differences, not <laughs> no, So never mind. Fr- <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but uh, your brain kind of does work the same where it doesn't keep saving the same thing over and over and over again, it only saves new information. So that's why it's kind of hard to pick out similar days because if you did the same thing, I didn't save that, that was the same thing as yesterday. Why would I I save a copy of that? Uh, This is sort of like, everyone's getting to experience like what clinical ADD is because (laughs) clinical ADD is, um, due to it being a disorder of arousal, uh, the brain is sort of not always in this is boring and redundant mode. <laughs> so a big consequence of that is, you know, not remembering where I put my keys, you know, like th- that kind of stuff where it's just inappropriate decisions made by your brain of what is and isn't important. And a lot of the ghost things were objects reappearing which is like the lamest kind of ghost activity ever because there's not even you know like a bang i don't know i kind of it's it's it, it's like a polite poltergeist like you dropped your keys here they are
0: yeah but that's i you know i like that kind that's my favorite kind of spirit like in in hawaii there's this uh some some people believe that the menahune uh sometimes steal your things but so they... Eventually, they give them back. Yes. So, so you find something somewhere that you absolutely know that you looked for it, and and yet there it is, and it's like, oh, the men who
1: brought it back. Yep, and has nothing to do with brains glitching out or anything. It, it's, sort, <laughs> no, it's sort of like you it's can't, little people. like, you can't proofread something until like you slept in between because, like,
0: oh yeah, well, my brain knows. I can never proofread my own stuff because my brain knows what I mean. And that's what it reads, regardless of what's actually there,
1: yeah, and your brain kind of does this too with like searching for things is that you can look at something and your brain erases it because it has marked <laughs> that I looked there and they're not there, and you know until you do something that uh dumps this session from ram and <laughs> and then you boot back up, you can actually observe the environment, you know it's a it's a uh, a cache invalidate error. <laughs> sure <laughs> it's, it's so helpful for me to think of my broken brain as a broken computer <laughs> i'm sorry to anyone who I mean, doesn't understand it's... but i mean <laughs> go go uh get a degree in computer science <laughs> well not computer science they don't teach computers yeah, no. no uh anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> just just work on computers for a decade yeah. and like fix them not like sit in front of one and do tasks
1: yeah or just have to write code that uh performs not just works. Right.
0: Oh yeah, I don't do that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a front-end engineer, like we only we only like so we we try not to do the most obviously egregious stuff. <laughs> uh, but beyond that, it's like, well, how much memory is our application using? I don't know. <laughs> how much <laughs> you got.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's like the only other thing there and there was also a case of uh you know like someone was making masks and you know swore she had you know like 24 squares of fabric cut and then like got to 22 and then the other two weren't gone but like right, have, haven't swan. we all gone through like two more cookies faster than we thought and we don't know why we're out of cookies when we swear we took a stack of five
0: yeah also like Sometimes. So every night I take a bunch of pills, some of which are like supplements, iron and what have you, and some of which are prescription medications. And I do them like in a certain order. But sometimes I get, you know, halfway through. It, and if I get distracted, if my routine oh, is no, interrupted, yeah, no,
1: it's, it's ruined. Yeah.
0: I will not know which pills I've taken. And it's like, well, okay.
1: Right. And this, like the reason- Will pull, this
0: kill me if I take two? Probably
1: not. Like one of the main reasons pill cases exist is because once something becomes routine, you really, <laughs> really need it that much more because your brain is not operating during that phase of it.
0: No, this is, you're on autopilot. It's like, so for another Hawaii story, mm-hmm. um, in between, uh, where my parents live in Central Valley and the rest of Maui, East Maui, whatever, and South Maui, and West Maui, Lahaina, Kaanapali, uh, all those places, there is a tunnel that was blasted into the side of the mountain, and you go through it, you have to, there's (laughs) no other way, except to go on the scary road around the other side of the island, which you're really not supposed to do, and in some places it's one lane with a cliff on one side and a mountain on the other, so somebody has to back up. But (laughs) So you definitely go through the tunnel every time, but if you do it often enough, sometimes there's no tunnel. (laughs) You get to Lahaina Uh and you're like, shit, did I go through the tunnel? I mean, you know you did, but you have absolutely no recollection of that having happened. Um, And one of my mom's friends, who is a fellow teacher, used to say sometimes they take it down for maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) But it's just one of those things where brains are super weird.
1: Yeah, and funnily enough, that's also uh, and how aliens work explanation. <laughs> like, you didn't have missing time. You're just human. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. In a way, it's comforting
0: that it's mostly just our brains fucking with us. But on the other hand, for some reason, I just find the idea of ghosts so appealing. Not less so aliens. I know that's a lot of other people's, like, thing is they want it to be aliens. I want it to be ghosts. But, like, friendly ghosts or, <laughs> at you know, at most you know slightly mischievous ghosts
1: and not all you know I, i'm not interested <laughs> in southern ghosts let me let me just say that
0: <laughs> no i mean because like
1: there's a zero percent chance honestly of a good though, one.
0: <laughs> so like as far as encountering ghosts myself i like think it would be cool to encounter just like a random old lady ghost who's friendly and died in a house and whatever but um i also kind of want there to be ghosts for the the sake of southern ghosts basically (laughs) Um, because there's a lot of people down there who need to be reminded (laughs) of what happened Uh, and I feel like um, ghosts would be you know possibly a way of doing that
1: yeah that's a good point
0: I, I would be okay with a bunch of like modern day rich white people being terrorized by the ghosts of the people that their ancestors brutalized for hundreds of years I think that would be like fitting
1: so, like, the origin of the clan is, like, the other version of that, where they thought they were being so clever, dressing up as ghosts and, you know, saying they were uh, dead Confederate soldiers. Yeah, no, that's just dumb. Yeah, and the worst part is, like, some of them believed it, because obviously, like, when you already know what the clan is... And they come by and their prank is that they've broke literally every one of your windows systematically. They made sure they didn't miss one and then set a small fire somewhere. Um, like, that's not a prank. And, you know, you'll learn that if you act, oh, oh, no, these ghosts are back, that, you know, they won't lynch you, maybe.
0: Yeah, That ideally, um, you want to get out of those encounters without being lynched. Yeah. Well, that got dark.
1: Putting white people. <laughs>
0: we were just talking about ghosts and then it turned into a whole thing and it's at least my partially my fault. Um, we've got a little bit of time to waste mm-hmm. that we can waste in good conscience. So <laughs> one of the other uh, interesting bits of news that crossed my, my social media sphere <laughs> today, evidently uh, Chuck E. Cheese... Finding that nobody wants to order their gross pizza for delivery, uh, has rebranded in some markets uh, as Pasquale's Pizza, which is apparently the drummer in the Chuck E. Cheese band. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the but it's super. Horrible, mechanical and they claim band. right. Uh, uh, um, unfortunately, uh, the character is actually like one of the humans. Like he's just like a stereotype of an Italian guy oh. who doesn't know how to spell his name. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Yeah, they claim that it's like better pizza, like it's the same crust, uh, but with different and uh better sauce apparently, and like cheese. And I'm like, apparently, um. So there, so I was looking for news articles for it. One was the New York Post, which I dismissed because fuck New York Post. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but the spin on some of them was that uh some people are outraged because they think they're ordering from like a small local business. And uh, when they, when this, you know, they find this on their Grubhub and then they, (laughs) pizza arrives and it's fucking Chuck E. Cheese pizza. So not only is it not a small local business, but it's
1: not good pizza. I would love to know how many of these people would fail an A-B test on it, though. Whether that's between um, this and uh, the classic Chuck E. Cheese pizza, which had the conspiracy of uh, being, <laughs> being <laughs> made you. out of glued together, discarded former pizzas. <laughs> they,
0: they, do, they assure you they do not recycle their pizza. What a thing for a pizza place to have to say. Uh, and... and It's almost like
1: they doth protest too much. <laughs> They're unreasonably uneven. I couldn't cut a pizza like that if I tried, because it violates like conservation of mass. Uh anyway. Yeah, it's weird. Um and I also wonder if, you know, they were A B tested with, you know, just the crappiest pizza place in town that is family owned. I don't know. Because I don't people, know people again, like, brains are stupid. You can lead them really easily. Which is why like so many political polls are trash total yeah, serious bullshit.
0: I also, It's also the case that people, uh, what they actually want and, and what they think that they want are, like, super different. Like, evidently, in blind taste tests, people genuinely preferred Coke, too. And then there was only Coke, too, and everybody was incensed because, you know, when you crack open a Coke, you expect a certain experience. And even if, like you're told that no no this is a superior experience we we have data you will like this better it's not what you want when you open a coke right so same thing like i guess there were blind taste tests that more people preferred pepsi over coke but like coke still sells more because you know when people go what people are accustomed to the to a certain brand of brown fizzy soda and if you know when they think i would like a brown fizzy soda They want the experience that, like, they've come to, you know, that that they've become accustomed to.
1: Right. And especially, you know, when we're talking about sugars, which, you know, have their literal, (laughs) like, factually addictive properties. If you expect one sugar blast and get a different one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's outrageous. It's like when you go someplace, you order a Diet Coke, they bring you a fucking Diet Pepsi. Does it taste bad?
1: I mean, I would say that all artificial sweeteners taste bad. So, yes, it tastes bad. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> well, but it's yeah, not what you I've, wanted.
1: Right. It's or And expect- you
0: almost want to, like, comically spit it across the table. But usually you restrain yourself because you're an adult and you can't behave that way.
1: Yeah, and especially since, you know, that would spread so many virus particles.
0: Right. That's a concern now, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially as uh, very unfortunate opening situations are Occurring in this fucking country.
0: Yeah, they really need to not open the restaurants is the thing.
1: Evidently, they're putting
0: mannequins. Some restaurants are are filling uh, the social distancing table with mannequins. And one of my Facebook friends who um, in the before times Mm -hmm. was a server at a large chain of Italian restaurants, <laughs> pointed out that they absolutely need to do that and perhaps they need to put a couple hundred pounds of sand in each of the mannequins too because people are wild. Like, they will, you know, the the hostess seats you, they'll just get up and move somewhere else for no reason and just, like, just, like, fuck off and refuse to leave even if the table had been previously reserved. They're not interested in hearing about it because uh, people are just, people People or at least are the, terrible. the people
1: that are going to go to a a ill advised restaurant reopening <laughs> uh during the pandemic. Are.
0: Right, these are probably the worst of the people who would normally go to a restaurant. You know,
1: maybe they deserve their own episode because I want to make people aware of the uh uh 1918 uh protesters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a nice cheerful one. Yeah. Um and just because I don't care uh <laughs> so i i had my uh, own uh brain fart moment um which was so i'm one of those like annoying dad type people where if you get in or out of my car and i don't like how the door sounded when you closed it mm. i will have you repeat the action because i will Oh,
0: i'll just annoyingly go do it for you
1: mm. which is worse <laughs> yeah um, so anyway, that is to say that, uh, I am the type of person to make sure that there is nothing, you know, uh, ajar when I leave the car, because I, it, it, it just wouldn't happen. <laughs> I would have slammed any door or whatever until it made the thunk to my satisfaction. Right. Um, and, uh, and also that, uh, my car has an automatic shut off for anything you do leave on of about like 10 minutes because I've, you know. Uh, sat in the car long enough for this to happen sometimes Mm. Uh, the only explanation I can come up with is that I must have closed in my trunk in the exactly perfect wrong way combined you know with the age of the car and sensors you know being not what they once were so that it must have you know been jiggling in the wind enough to keep defeating the the timeout. because it's like you closed me and then opened me I am now resetting my time and after literally two and a half days, like, exactly, like, because I got out of my car at, like, 1 p.m., and then, uh, when I, uh, uh, repowered it, it was a, uh, it was, uh, two 1 a.m.s afterwards.
0: Have you considered that it could have been a ghost opening
1: your door? I mean... Over and over again. <laughs> That must have been it for it to be been, like, the exact <laughs> surgical precision required to spend. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, you may remember we had an incident of a <laughs> hybrid losing its lead-acid battery charge while we were in San Jose yeah, in the fucking I think a lot of that,
0: I think a lot of that must have been when we were running the air conditioner off the lead-acid battery because we didn't know that the stupid car worked that way.
1: But it should have died while we were using it or something. Like, it must have uh, left something on to, like, finish the job.
0: Well, yeah. We did Google it and find that
1: if you leave literally anything plugged into that car, it will be dead the next morning. Yeah. Uh, Notably, uh, we also had trouble jumping it from the nice security people who came by to jump it with their little box of wires because the... Ford Fusion does not have a transformer in it that takes, you know, the 300-something ridiculous volts off the hybrid battery and turns them into 14 volts for all the 12-volt accessories and then leaves the battery alone. Instead, it just keeps using the battery for everything, which is also why, like, we wouldn't have made it back if, like, the battery died mid-thing, because it was running everything. So, anyway, all I had to do was touch the... uh Here is how you... Uh, bring me back to life terminal that's under Mm -hmm. the hood because the battery is under the back seat. Of course it is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah. And it was, you know, easy, you know, that was it. Like as soon as I did that, the car was alive. I turned on the hybrid system and the transformer turned on. And then regardless of the internal combustion engine running or not, it was still pumping Uh, 14 volts backwards into the battery the entire time it was running because that's what it does and it has a charge controller and, you know, all the like the smart stuff that you think an expensive car with a bunch of electronics would have in it. And it was just nice, you know, to see the contrast of, you know, like, so (laughs) the stupid thing happened um, and it was, you know, probably my fault uh, because quarantine brain or, you know, just the car aging, Um, you know, so now I get to be paranoid about the trunk latch for the rest of my life Uh, or at least the rest of the car's life. But when we tried to jump the Fusion, it took a couple tries because it had to, like, soak in more battery <laughs> off of, like, the little chargey box. And
0: yeah, that's
1: also bad because, like, those aren't, like, a full-sized battery.
0: No, it's like a little handheld thing.
1: Yeah, but it was, you know, easy and not an adventure. Um, like, there wasn't the adventure <laughs> game of... Where do I stick the key that's hidden inside the key fob to open it? Because it's just a keyhole like you would expect.
0: (laughs) Well, no, I mean, it has to be cleverly hidden behind a piece of
1: plastic that you are positive you're breaking the car. (laughs) And and (laughs) which is exactly the same shape as the keyhole, uh, you know because well that's what you use to pry it off not you know it's just a weird keyhole at a weird secret angle that we initially thought or at least i initially thought
0: yeah <sighs> it, yeah i i remember that now how i, I was thinking, i was like how did we get that off was it we used did i have my swiss army knife or something no actually it was the, it looked like a fucking keyhole but you put the key in it and nothing happens yeah and uh so eventually you pry it off which I guess that's intuitive to a lot of Americans. It's not. Like, so, well, no, but like <laughs> it is. Because when I was in college, um, the IT department ordered a whole bunch of Dell PCs that did not come with floppy drives. But they ordered the wrong face plates. Like, you had to specify that you wanted the one without any kind of slot um, for the floppy drive that it didn't have. So these had a slot and it had a little plastic um, thingy that blocked it because there was nothing there. And uh, legit people were prying out the little, the little plastic and tossing discs into the computers, um, where they luckily they landed on top of the CD-ROM drive, and they they there was never an occasion where they shorted anything out. But I would periodically do sweeps and and open up all the computers, take all the discs out of them. Set them next to it. Like, here's your floppies.
1: Um, I I think that's where I went wrong because that's just instinctive. Um, I know there is supposed to be a receptacle for the (laughs) thing I'm doing in this spot. So I'll just keep jamming it until I do it. And I had found a key shaped hole in which to jam the thing. I just didn't think to apply leverage to it because I (laughs) was applying thrusting to it.
0: That's true. I guess... (laughs) Maybe oh maybe it's more like so when I worked at uh, Redacted the theme park not to be named, um, there were these little fake jukeboxes at all the tables, uh, and they yes. had a coin slot that was but, that
1: was blocked, but people still found ways to in right, it. it? They I don't know how
0: man, <laughs> <laughs> and it, so it actually maybe it isn't intuitive. Well, no, it is because people. So you should stop and think to yourself: Am I trying too hard? It shouldn't be this hard, should it? And then you stop. But in in the case of the Ford, they're counting on you not to have that thought process.
1: Right. They're in, like... They're counting on the monkey brain to
0: <laughs> to, to, to just make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which we, you know,
1: it was a rental. Not... I'm not gonna, like I didn't want to like pry off the handle. <laughs>
0: Right? Like, it seemed like we would certainly damage it. Yeah. And I guess we didn't. That was, oh, that's no, so No, it ridiculous. just spontaneously
1: damaged itself.
0: I'm so glad that the uh, security officers of the secret location mm-hmm. in which we were staying uh, were available to help us. Because it would have been such a nightmare if we had had to actually
1: summon, like, Hertz or whatever. Yeah, or did summon AAA into a parking yeah. garage. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. And it had a gate. It would have been a whole thing.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that was the, the positive, but that was not because of the card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, as I, you know, when we gave that episode, I, you know, here's all the things wrong with this hybrid that mm-hmm. aren't wrong with mine. And it turns out uh, when fate does throw me the uh, thing, uh, uh, reaping what I sowed there. Um, it went exactly as better as I claimed it would. so there, right. Um, although uh, also some monkey brain. apparently the jumper cables I have, uh, only one side is metal. of all the things that, you know, like dumb electricity, I got USB aid. <laughs>